Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We choose plays that have a good story, a good narrative, some interesting characters and stories that appeal to us. So I guess that's what, what theatre is for us and what good theatre is. Hi folks, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Pyle and I am a traveller who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this Melting Pot and enjoy the chats. Hi, everyone. Today, I am in conversation with Charlotte Knowles. Uh, Charlotte is the managing director of the Singapore Repertory Theatre. Um, through her vast experience as a theatre practitioner, she's creating a very diverse art scene in Singapore that contributes to the already very, very vibrant um, and culturally rich um, country of Singapore. Um, she's also using arts as a very powerful tool um, uh, for good, and she's doing this through educational programs and community initiatives that support the underprivileged children and family. Thank you so much for joining me today, Charlotte. Pleasure. So, Charlotte, um, let's just talk a little bit about your background uh, before we start talking about theatre and all the rest of it. Um, I, you're not a native of Singapore. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, um, I have been here for 22 years. I moved to Singapore in 2000 thinking I would go and set up a dot-com project and we had some government funding and it sounded like a great idea. I'd never been to Asia, so I thought, why not? Um, and where, I'm sorry, where did you come from? From Denmark. So from I, Denmark, okay. So I'm Danish, and, but I had worked in the art scene before and I met a very clever woman that, you know, we had this conversation, are you happy in IT? I had to close it down because we failed miserably, but that was fine because that, got me where I am today um, but you know ask the right question at the right time where are you happy where do you see yourself go do you want to stay in IT and I I missed being in the arts and she introduced me to SRT and that's 21 years ago so I have been here for more than 21 years. Wow so you've been with SRT for 21 years that's amazing. So you've you've obviously seen um, you know the progression. You've seen the the changes. The um, how um, the theatre 
sort of um, industry within Singapore has evolved over the years. So you've actually gone through all of that. So, I mean, before we start, you know, getting your perspectives on that, um, I just wanted to just generally get an idea for, for listeners who are not really, um, who are keen uh, when it comes to theater, but they don't really understand differences between theater or drama and storytelling. So is, I mean, it would be interesting to hear it from, from you as to what do you think um, are the differences and um, the parallels between drama and storytelling? So to us, I mean, SRT, so Singapore Repertory Theatre that I had is, we're quite a mainstream theatre company. So for us, theatre and good theatre is theatre that has a very strong story. But we are, so I guess we are storytellers, but we use theatre as the medium to tell the stories. Not necessarily that all our shows or all our productions are in a theatre, but um, the, the, the line between beginning, middle and an end, some conflict, some conflict resolution, some characters are being introduced, where storytelling is probably a little bit more uh, personal. And, and for me, that's not necessarily theatre. You can tell a story to someone you meet on the train. That's not theatre, that's conversation. So I guess, again, it's, 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 it's a big part of how who we are as a community, I guess, that the way we tell our stories and the way stories are being told. Um, so for us, we are quite... Um, we choose plays that have a good story, a good narrative, some interesting characters and stories that appeal to us. So I guess that's what, what theatre is for us and what good theatre is. Good theatre is for you. Okay. Um, what are some of the different forms of theatre and what are some of the different elements that, um, you know, we as, um, as people who go and actually spectators um, or people who are in, in the theatre to watch the theatre, we probably look at it differently. But you, um, as being so ingrained in it, um, if you could just kind of give some differences, um, you know, with the different forms of theatre, I know there's physical theatre, there's so if you could just elaborate a little bit on that and also the and, different elements of theater. And I guess that also changes both with location and, and, and settings and cultural references. But I mean, again, we we are quite traditional. So I mean we we do musical theater where you know that's people burst into singing. We've just finished the run of the LKY musical and it was a bit of a risk. I mean, making Lee Kuan Yew sing could have gone terribly wrong, but I think we we managed to stick to the good story and we used a medium that is a little bit more forgiving in artistic freedom as opposed to doing a documentary and tell stories in, in that way. Um, there is, you know, um, there's more avant-garde theater where it's 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 more physical elements where it's less about the text and the story it's more about the experience people talk a lot more about immersive theater experiences right now where the audiences is part of the experience um we did a, a piece earlier this year where the actors didn't speak but basically you brought your 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 phone and your headset and the way the story was, was told was by listening to their thoughts and you walked along the river and saw this girl meet her guardian angel um so again 
is that theater is it storytelling i don't know i think the lines are being a lot more blurred now yeah, yeah. To me, that is interesting um i would love to do dinner theater where <laughs> where people have a meal and the the theater happens with you around you you might participate as well um so obviously i mean different that there are some companies that are a lot more experimental in their format um than than we are but but we sort of stick to probably a little bit more middle of the road and what would be the reason for that uh, for not experimenting with you know and just sticking to the middle of the road and not experimenting with um the different forms of theater that you've just mentioned so i think i mean dinner theater will definitely do and we did a, a very long running shows in the 90s one of the the first dinner theater experiences in in singapore um the current management and my my partner um Gaurav Kribalani, who's our artistic director we just like theater where we don't walk out of the theater after two hours of our life not understanding what had happened around us we like telling stories where there's a beginning, middle, and an end, and a moral and a discussion platform to to leave the theater with, as opposed to what was that? I'm not sure what I saw. So, so it's basically, who we are yeah. as, as people, right? There are companies that do really interesting work in different theater formats. They're much better suited at that. So I I, I think our our um, I wouldn't call it niche because we are probably quite mainstream, but I mean, even when it's for children's theater, they're all the classic stories that we can temporize. Or for instance, when we do our Shakespeare in the Park, which is one of my favorite things to do. I think Singapore or Shakespeare is really difficult because as a non-English language speaker, even if I was born speaking English, Shakespearean language is difficult. But the way that we take over for Canning Park for a month and we make it current and relevant and, and sexy and fun, um, so it can still be classical theater, but it's the way that we package it and the way we frame the, the storytelling. So that's what we like to do. Um, it doesn't mean that there couldn't be an artistic director at some point who's like, I want to experiment with the format. I think what's what we will see more of is, I don't really like the word, but I mean the hybrid models of it could be interesting to working with, you know, um, um, a YouTube or or Facebook watch or whatever, I mean, where part of the story is set, where you meet the characters, where things happen, but then you have to come to the theater to see the the, the, the finale of the story. So I think we'll see more of sort of that mix of different uh, platforms, just also because we can see that the next generation is born with a telephone on their hand and they're yeah. on their device, right? So so I don't want to be stale and... and, and um, redundant and old-fashioned but on the other hand there's so much digital content out there they have budgets and reach much 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 bigger than us so maybe we just stick to what we're really really good at creating that experience with live people where you're actually focused on what happens around you and not in 20 conversations on snap at the same time yeah, and also uh like you know what you mentioned that there's a there's a beginning there's a middle and there's an end um and you walk out of the theater not i think a lot of um what happens today is um at the end of it you walk away and it's your perception as an audience um you know it it's left to you to decide how you perceive the ending to be and it could be 
very, very different from the next person. Yes. So I think with SRT, um, you're therefore wanting to keep the traditional concept um, and in in sort of play. Um, I mean, correct me if if um, you think that that's not really the logic behind it. But no, it's nice to have that. Um, that kind of theater as well to go to. And you're absolutely right that there can be, um, you know, 20 different conversations happening at the same time. Whereas when you're in a theater, you're not allowed your cell phone, you're not allowed uh, to have a conversation with the person sitting next to you. So there's, there is um, that attention, which is completely, um, it's focused attention, you know, uh, and yeah, mo most of the time, I mean, there are still people who choose to do us, <laughs> but I mean, at least there is a convention around it. Yeah. I, mean, I think, I think definitely going forward, people are looking for more experiences. So we're trying to think about how do we cr create and curate the evening more from the minute you walk into the theater and, you know, it, for one of our children's shows, we made it a scented musical. So the theme was like, you know, Red Riding Hood and she went into the bakery and then the theater smelled of of, of baked goods. And then she walked into the forest and it was pine needle scent and all that. So I think we can do more with the experience that you can taste, you can touch, you can you can be there. Which, the senses, which yeah, the senses. Yeah, I mean, the, the very tactile yeah. elements of, of theatre. It also doesn't mean that because we're a mainstream theatre company, I love the place where we produce where you have opposite opinion when people leave and say, no, he was the bad guy or she was the bad guy and they can have fierce conversations around it. And what did you think? So I think that's still tremendously good theatre and that's what that's the dialogue that we seek to um to, to stimulate so it doesn't have to be a very simple easy you know candy floss kind of a play but still it it has you're not you're not in doubt of what the story is you might have opposing opinions about the end or how you saw the play and what the play means to you because we all bring that experience and framework in when we see a film or a play or listen to music it stimulates different reactions with with all of us so I love the fierce discussions after having watched something okay. but the discussion around what we felt about it and what we saw and what on whose side we were more than the discussion is I wonder why they did that what what, what was this about I mean mm -hmm. so yeah so it's yeah yeah no yeah you you're right you're right yeah that makes a lot of sense um I wanted you know today everyone is obviously very focused on um, the environment and what's going on around us uh, whether it's political or it's uh, nature driven um, how important do you think uh, from your point of view um, is the role of an artist um, in today's scenario how you know to to in terms of um, the possibility through art of bringing in change, whether it's you know the environment or a, a political change or whatever it may be, or creating awareness. Um, how important do you think is the role of an artist? So 
let me let me give you two answers and i think one is wearing my producer hat i think we we do try to create a season where we both have sh- that have productions that are just entertaining they're just good stories we want to tell but we also try and find those artistic pearls that is about something that's very relevant and current so for instance, uh, last summer we did a play called Lungs. Um, lungs. Lungs. That was very much about, you know, the green lung of Asia, but it was very much about the footprint that we leave a young couple discussing whether it's uh, responsible to have a child because the footprint that the child um, leads to is that fair for the environment, is fair for the world and all that. So so we did a lot around that production in terms of thought leadership around theatre and sustainability so all materials was sustainably sourced and we we took all the street banners and we turned them into beach bags after and sold them and and we allowed people to offset the carbon footprint of going to the theater by planting mangroves and you know so we did a lot of things around that so i i love also doing these it's still it's still about the play but how can we do better with the things that we do and how we produce so i think as producers um we are very conscious about we have to do better in terms of the respect for the environment and it's hard when you're living in a tiny island where the ecosystem of sustainability is not quite there yet but 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 this play was a good example of the piece that we have chosen the conversations that we create that's that's what we do that's what theater does well but also so how we then chose to produce the the play with a very um uh, respectful environments uh, approach to it so so we try our best and it's hard it's expensive it's it's it, we're not always skilled to know how do we do it but but we do more and more in that space and try and educate ourselves and try and think about how we can recycle more materials and all that so I think that's as a producer as artist and I guess theater especially holds a mirror up to society so I think both as producers and artists use the voice that we have to do good, to to make people think about different things in life. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The next play that we're doing has a very strong um, theme around um, mental health and generations, different take on on mental health and and you know parenting and letting go and 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 you know it's it's very um solid it's still a solid story but it also is very much a, a theme that we can see people are interested in, in in talking about and then you know putting up a play that gives you a reference and start having some of the difficult conversations we we need to have 
So I think both as producers and, and obviously artists and the way artists can use their voice and their art to stimulate dialogue, I think is part of, that's part of our job. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. We haven't really gone away. We're just taking a break and we'll be back with a brand new season of Melting Pot very, very soon. So stay tuned. And maybe this is a good time for you to catch up on episodes you may have missed. Available on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, so you've actually, you know, okay, so you obviously you've mentioned your play uh, last year called Lungs, where there was a sustainability approach to it with, you know, the products that you sourced and then what you did after um, with the product so that, you know, it was still, um, the footprint was, was definitely there. So, so yeah, no, so that's, that's interesting. Uh, so do you think you're doing more and more of that um, in your, you know, within SRT or, you did mention that it's expensive um, because of you know Singapore being in a being a small island. But do you think that um, you there is a discussion around it, and you are thinking of uh, different ways of trying to bring more and more sustainability into your approach? I think we have to, but yes, we we are definitely. I mean, we are trying to see how we can work with advices in this area we are trying to upskill ourselves to understand what we can do because i think we've done a lot of the lower hanging fruits i mean trying to not use single use plastic as much as we've done in the past and you know instead of having water bottles for all the actors we set up the big recyclable and ask people to bring their own and you know all those things we don't print tickets anymore it's all e-ticketing and you know so we've done a lot of things that i think was the the easy lower hanging fruits and that's just what we have to do the long haul the very the very um profound change i think is going forward i think it's expected of us i think it's it's what we have to do as a community we have to think differently i mean singapore is a tiny island if we don't start thinking differently about how we consume the island will not be here in 50 or 100 years, right? So yeah. so I think we simply have to. So, you know, whether it's encouraging, you know, more recycling or, you know, whatever it can be, we're, we're definitely trying the best we can. But again, all materials are being shipped into the little island. And so yeah. it's, it's hard to to not have that footprint because we are, yeah, yeah we are. But, and, you know, land is very expensive. So also quite often for... For the industry there's no recycling of materials because we don't have a warehouse to keep it in so there are you know some challenges which are challenges which... but also initiatives and and the national yeah. Art council is very keen to hear our ideas how we can together as an industry do better and support each other more in in, in taking that that forward so i think it's definitely sustainability is 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 an agenda the other agenda that we are investing a lot in is is accessibility and trying to make the industry a lot more accessible for people with uh, different needs so both access on stage seeing our young disabled actors on stage uh, next weekend is, is super exciting but also how we again educate ourselves to making sure our venues are more accessible that we have the staff that 
knows how to treat people with various needs and not being scared of welcoming them into our theater and, and giving same access to to everyone so that's important for us as well okay interesting um so some of the uh, you know projects um through your theater um that you are involved in uh, for the underprivileged uh, children and their families. If you could just mention a couple of projects that you may have recently um, worked on and what, I mean, if you have any long-term, you know, um, projects that uh, do involve um, creating awareness or helping the underprivileged um, through your theater programs? Sure. I mean, 10 years ago, we um, we set up the Student Education Fund where we fundraise separately. SRT is a charity, but we fundraise separately to the Student Education Fund. And every, every year, I mean, these are pre-pandemic numbers, but every year we would un find underwriters for three to 4,000 tickets and workshops for... Uh, specifically um, young people from less privileged backgrounds. So we work with a lot of different organizations like touch communities and that kind of thing. So we can offer these students both access to theater, but also working with them in um, in different capacities on camps and all that kind of, of things. So I think, <coughs> I think that's been very important for us. And I'm very happy about the number of tickets that we have been able to to underwrite we also would love to find ways of doing more it's not just about the exposure to theater which of course i think everyone should go to theater at least once a year no yeah. matter your financial background but also really seeing how we can do more programs where we're building life skills by teaching through the arts so one of the initiatives we have is the young company um and it, it's a, um, a, a wonderful program where we where we give life skills where you become more confident and you know you find your tribe within theater and grow within theater and that will be wonderful to do satellites around um, the different community centers and so so i think there's definitely we do have these at least once a year we want to do a program that's that's more of a social um giving back character as opposed to come and buy our ticket uh, productions but there's always there's always um uh, inquiries for from various charities to, to bring their, their students or their seniors. I mean, for the LKY musical that we just ended the runoff, we we found very kind companies that underwrote a huge amount of tickets for uh, senior citizens who couldn't afford the tickets. So that was wonderful to see as well. So so it's, it's, it's definitely something we try and do in connection with every production. Okay, yeah, that's good. Um, just moving away a little bit from you know, um, general sustainability and um, initiatives that you're doing. I just want to understand from you, you being a woman yourself, you've been in the um, in the industry for the longest. Um, longest. <laughs> how important um, has a woman's role or how important has women's role been in theater and you know so from 20 years ago to now have you seen a change uh, and and what is the change that you have seen um i mean some of the 
biggest arts organizations in Singapore are actually led by women. Okay. Which they weren't 20 years ago. So if you think about Esplanade, Yvonne Tam is doing a fantastic job as the CEO. We have the National Gallery and um there's the pandemonium with the with Tracy helming that with her husband Adrian. So so I think um I think the arts has always been a bit more diverse. It's not just about gender, but but in, in general, I feel it was never um uh, a bad thing for me being European and I, I think the industry embraced that I brought experience from from elsewhere. I think in, in every level of society we do see more focus on um, a more inclusive approach to both staffing and and who we see on stage and who we work with and, and who we hire. So I think we've always been quite um, open-minded in, in, in that context. So I don't think has it changed a lot over the last 20 years? Probably, probably, at least in the senior, senior the, the C-suite, even in the arts, I think it has changed. There weren't that many women 20 years ago. So that's wonderful. But because the women are doing a good job, <laughs> women, right? Yeah. And I think also women are very important for us as an audience, because about 80%, 80, 85% of our tickets are bought by women. So I think the audience base is quite gender even but in a group of friends or in a family or in a workplace it's probably the women who are taking the initiative for a social outing so therefore women are quite important for us from that perspective as well okay yeah yeah that's true i mean women are the ones who want to um go out and you know have different social experiences yep. more than the men yeah no i i get that yeah um so um, and also, do you see um, a lot of, in terms of the actors within SRT, um, are there more women who are coming forward uh, to be a part of, to come to audition or, you know, be a part of your different programs? Uh, do you see that a lot of women are doing that? Because also women um, tend to be a little shy not when you're in senior positions, but I'm saying, you know, when you're when you're starting out um, um, to want to be an actress, for example, a theater actress, women, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but women uh, tend to be a little more shy uh, than the men. Is that something that you see as well or not really? I don't think so. I mean, men in our industry and in most other industries are probably better at marketing themselves and are a bit more thick-skinned. Um, but do we see more women audition or more women going into La Salle and NAFA, the art schools? I, I don't know. Um, I think the change that we are seeing, which is encouraging, is that we, we can hire more and more um, actors in Singapore. So, for instance, when we did the first Shakespeare in the Park in 1997 there was just one or two local actors mm -hmm. where now we don't have to fly an actor so the industry has grown there's also a lot of people who are leaving Singapore so many of the good young talents they want to go to London and New York or you know cut their teeth there so so I think that's it, it, it's an ever-evolving uh, landscape um, it's different from when I was in theater in Denmark where it was a, a, a longer standing tradition to work in the arts uh, the art schools have existed for a lot longer. The theatre I worked for was more than 100 years old, so there was a lot more traditions around it. Yeah. And many of the actors I had 
there in my theater in Denmark were full-time employees of the theater where here they're all freelancers. So of course, as a freelancer, you're gone for hire. And if it's in Singapore, fantastic. If it's not, you go. You just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that hasn't changed so much, I think. But I think it's encouraging and wonderful to see more and more leadership positions being taken by by capable and fantastic women. Okay. Including yourself. Um, so um, so you therefore feel like, you know, that was going to be my next question to you, but I feel like you've already answered it, that um, Singapore, when it comes to local theatre um, and when it comes to local <laughs> being involved in theatre in different productions, you see that it has evolved over the years. Um, I think more parents are allowing their children to pursue oh. a career in the arts. Um, I think it has been fantastic to see SOTA being a fully oversubscribed uh, school uh, and the parents are supporting their kids. Get your education, but we also understand that it's it's centered around the arts. So I think I think that is changing and hopefully we as an industry can do more to talk about careers and planning a career in the arts. So a lot of the work we do is also investing in actors and equipping them with skill to be teaching artists so we can send them out to schools and do workshops with corporates and all that. So we basically, being an actor doesn't mean that you can only act on stage, yeah. but you, we, we enable them to build a really good and, and, and good uh, career by being able to do different things. Okay. <laughs> interesting yeah yeah so is there i know you've you 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 did mention to me that you're suffering uh from a bit of a cough so i'm not going to hold you back much longer um uh, because i think it's important to rest your your voice um but just as a wrap up uh what you know what is some advice through your vast experience um that you can give young um, young people who are either wanting to become theatre actors or directors or even uh, set up small theatre production companies. Uh, is there some advice that you would like to, to sort of share on this platform for them? I think, I mean, getting involved and, you know, whether you start volunteering or you keep knocking on doors or you, you know, whether it's sweeping the floors, whatever, get involved in as much as possible, see as much as possible. I, I, it, it always blows me away when I go and welcome our new batch of, of young actors and the young program and I'm like, and the young company. So what have you seen recently? And they want to be actors, but they haven't really seen any theatre. So I'm like, you need to see the good stuff, the bad stuff, the different genres, go out and see and get enrolled and be curious and offer your services. You will never start from the top roles. Yeah take you know if you have to go on stage with a letter every night that's what you do because it's all about the network and understanding how the different companies work together and or, or how they produce so so I think I mean I'll never regret my choice to spend my career in the arts I think it it's enriching I love the people that I meet I think we make a difference in a society like Singapore we give a bit more soul and and we we give a lot of people wonderful experiences and a good way to spend their time. And I think that that's, that's worthwhile as a career. So, so I would say get involved. 
Okay, on that note, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for your time, Charlotte. And um, it was just wonderful talking to you. And I hope you recover. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. But thanks for having me. No, and thank you for, you know, actually just soldiering on and going ahead with the, the conversation. And, you know, it means a lot. And, um, Hope to to see you sometime soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You take care. You too. Thank you. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 